How do you gain confidence at work? Let's face it, life is a confidence game. And most of us are envious of the incredible level of confidence we see in the most successful entrepreneurs. But the truth is, they struggle with confidence just like everyone else. No matter how many accomplishments and achievements we check off our list, gaining true, authentic confidence in ourselves requires something entirely different. In this episode of Bootstrappers, I will share my struggles with confidence and the two key ways you can build an unshakable confidence in yourself and your work. Welcome back to Bootstrappers, the podcast that helps entrepreneurs scale their businesses with remote teams. I'm your host, Gwen Aspen of Anaquim, where we've helped hundreds of companies with highly skilled virtual assistants. In today's episode, we're really going to dig into confidence because it's an issue that secretly even the most successful people struggle with. And I know this because recently I went on a entrepreneurs organization retreat. We hired one of the biggest business gurus, Ryan Avery, to come on our retreat and give us coaching. And throughout the whole retreat, he told me something that really struck a chord with me and I found super interesting. He is a coach for executives at the top companies around the world, actually. And he says the two most common things he works with executives on is confidence and lovability. I seriously was shocked to hear this. And so I thought, you know, why don't I get a little bit vulnerable on this episode and really talk about my own personal struggles with gaining confidence because I think it's something that we don't talk enough about because we're all kind of trying to pretend that we are super confident and we know we can do every, anything, everything, and we're all kind of putting this, this veneer on, showing our best face forward, but underneath it all, uh, many of us struggle with confidence and to be the people that we want to be for our teams and the leaders that our teams frankly need us to be in this day and age where there's so much negativity, there's a lot of divisiveness, there's a lot of mental health struggles. It's really important to talk about confidence and our journey to becoming more confident people and really being a confident person is really trying to be the best version of yourself. So in this episode, I'm going to dig into maybe some of the struggles I've had, and then we're going to talk about two ways that you can become a more confident person right now, starting today. All right. So historically, as a kid, I don't know if people know this, but I was bullied mercilessly in middle school, a little bit in high school. High school is far better, but I did not start out as a confident person. Uh, those struggles from a young age really informed my entire path moving forward. And so being a confident person really was my ultimate goal. And early in my career, I did that by just creating a bomb resume, essentially. So I graduated from University of Michigan in three years, checked that off my list, you know, got married young, had kids young, bought a house by myself before I got married so that I had that one independent win, worked uh, for big, good corporations. Um, 
I ran some political campaigns, got on the right boards. I mean, I was checking everything off the resume list that I thought would make me a confident person. And actually what ended up happening is I made all my goals, my professional goals. My resume was what I had envisioned it would look like. And I thought that was going to make me a confident person. But I woke up after accomplishing all those goals. And of course, I could make minor goals above that. You can always have a fancier house or, you know, go on a better trip. But it was they were minor things that would be improved. It wouldn't be. uh, I just got to a place where I knew that I was just on this um, like a hamster wheel and I wasn't really moving forward and my confidence wasn't growing because it just seemed like as soon as I made an accomplishment then I still felt the same way I thought it would make me feel better but I still felt like that bullied 12 year old in my head and I knew something really had to change in an authentic way the other problem was from a leadership perspective I really needed those A players on my team. And I knew that, sure, you can fake confidence for you know, a conference or a business meeting or retreat, but that day in, day out confidence, you can't fake. And I wasn't gonna be able to attract and retain the top talent that Anaquim needed if I was a broken person inside. So honestly, you guys, it was like a big personal crisis and I had to dig into why um, I was unconfident at that core level. Now, I think confidence can really be broken out into two pieces. There's the skills level confidence, which is if you're good at your job, if you can accomplish the task, if you can show up and be organized and ready and prepared and do a good presentation, that's a skills level confidence. That can be faked, that you can get a good night's sleep and look amazing at that. Um, and I, I had accomplished that. And I think you can do pretty well with a skills level confidence based on what you've you know, working hard and doing the thing. But at the real high levels of entrepreneurship, at the real high levels of leadership, um, and what today's workforce really requires is being able to inspire, being able to motivate in a true, authentic way. And that requires the deep work of being comfortable with yourself. That's the true confidence that at this personal crisis, I knew I had to dig deep and get to the heart of the matter and figure that out. So when I had this personal crisis, if you will, and I had to dig deep into uh, how I really thought about myself and how I could overcome those limiting beliefs about what I was capable of, what I deserved, um, when I, when I did that, I was lucky enough because the skills level uh, confidence had gotten me to a place where I wasn't working in the business as much. I was working on it. And so that was a wonderful luxury because it allowed me to take a little bit of time out of the work day so that I could work on being a better leader. So when we talk about uh, working on your business, not in your business, it can be very important in a number of ways, not just because it's good for your business, but 
because it can also be really good for your uh, personal goals. And so I used the time that had freed up because I wasn't in the weeds and I had delegated appropriately to really focus on these, these core personal issues and make sure that my core beliefs about myself were positive instead of negative. Um, and that was like a long process. And so I do want to talk a little bit about two ways that I was able to get there. One was starting with what is it that I actually wanted in life? Like, what did I want my life to look like? Now, people think that that's an easy question, but I honestly don't think people really set a vision for how their life is supposed to look. There are so many options and you can't be everything. So you really have to be specific and choose. So for instance, for me, you know, I chose to be a businesswoman. I could have easily chosen to be a stay-at-home mom who worked out all the time, who was an amazing cook, who had social, you know, parties every weekend, but I wasn't going to be able to build my business and be a businesswoman and be this stay-at-home mom who works out, has parties all the time, right? So I had to really home in on what that general thing was that I wanted and be clear about it. And it had to be authentic, not like what my parents wanted or what society wanted, but what was truly best for me, what was authentic outcome. And then create kind of a vision. This is almost like a pretend game, like vision what that would look like in minute detail and really focus on the habits that this person that I knew was like my best self and best possible self, what habits would that person have? So for instance, this executive person I had in my mind years ago, they were had very good discipline in their life. So how do you develop discipline? Well, it can start with something as small as taking your vitamins. So when I thought about changing the habit and becoming someone who, I, I thought about it as someone who takes vitamins, right? I am now someone who takes vitamins. I'm a vitamin person and I made it kind of my identity and I just started with that one habit. This executive that I wanna be, takes vitamins. And so I know this is silly, but it really starts with the tiny the the tiny habits. Our lives are really made up of those habits. So once I was a vitamin person, and I still take vitamins to this day. This was years ago. I take vitamins religiously every single day, but it started with that as that habit. And I just focused on that maybe for 3 weeks. I didn't try any other habits. Then um I've always been a workout person. But I started going to classes for workouts and classes that would charge me if I didn't show up. So then I was a vitamin person who went to exercise classes. And so do you see how this works? Like the other thing, and this is, I'm starting with the personal stuff, but you can do it in the professional way as well. Um, and so then I wanted to be a family that maybe I envisioned us being crazy hectic, but we always made dinner a priority. So even like I still can't cook worth if my life depended on it. But even to this day, I make dinner a huge deal at my house and we might have a burnt pizza by candlelight, but I try really hard to have family meals. 
And so it's just a big deal that we all sit down for 10 minutes at least together and eat. So I just thought about this hypothetical person and I made those habits part of the identity and I focused on the little habits, the little habits and those little wins create the discipline that creates the person that you want to be, if that makes any sense. And so, and those little wins, if you're now a person who takes vitamins, that builds confidence in a authentic way. Also, it's not based on a role. So authentic confidence isn't like, I'm a mother, I'm an executive, because those things can change, you know, terrible things happen, you could lose your job, you could lose all your clients. Those are roles that we play that's not who we are, but we can be you know, I mean, you could always be a person who takes vitamins. You could always be a person who works out. You can always be a person who is focused at work during work hours. Let's talk about some of the ways that you can choose to change your habits at work. So let's say you're not very organized right now. You could start with the calendar. Like, I want to be this kind of worker And this kind of worker always has an organized calendar or this kind of worker always has their email. They're a zero email inbox person. But you try to take each habit and make it part of your identity and that builds authentic confidence that nobody can take away. Okay, so this identity thing that we're discussing, it can change over time. I mean, just because you choose this, like in our example here, this executive who's amazing, maybe one day you wake up and you're like, I freaking hate being an executive. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be yoga lady or whatever your new goal is. You can always change it. And it's not black and white. It's not like you're either the yoga lady or you're executive lady. Like maybe you're an executive lady who does yoga. The main thing is be very clear on who you want to be and start, once you're clear on the vision, that whenever you get off track, cause you will, like you're gonna not, you're gonna go on vacation and forget your vitamins for instance. But once it's part of your identity on who you are, you always get back on track. So, and when you screw up, so like let's say one of the things that you decide is you're a person who doesn't gossip. And then you're like, yeah, executive lady never gossips. She's like way more mature than someone who gossips. That's totally beneath her. But then you catch yourself and you're like, oh my God, I just gossiped. It's okay. You go, oh wow, that wasn't like myself. I just acted out of character because now you've identified as this person that you want to be. You feel authentically like that's who you are. So when you get off track, you're, it's easier to get back on track because you're like, oh my gosh, that's not who I am. And even if this identity is very far from the limiting beliefs that came from your childhood, by going back to that visionary identity, you will be amazed at how over time, and it seems slow at first, it really shows up in your life. So for instance, um, I always thought of myself as kind of trashy. (laughs) I mean, it was one of my limiting beliefs. I'm kind of trashy. I was always hiding it from people, but it would show up in swearing, like swearing like a drunken sailor. I just had a really big problem 
with swearing, but when I change my identity to being a classy person, so it has to be positive, not, 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 not that I was not trashy, I was now classy. So when I thought of myself or my ideal person was classy, then when I was swearing, it kind of naturally dissipated. It wasn't all at once, but over time, it, it kind of changed course. And so that, that's how you'll see it show up in your life. And of course, this is exactly like a habit. Like swearing is a habit. And so if you change that habit and you're like, I'm a classy person, classy people don't swear like sailors, and you just kind of work your way towards it, you'll see that transformation. And as you see yourself progressing, you're gonna gain more confidence. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the second thing that's going to transform your authentic core confidence game. And this is how you speak to yourself in your head. Most people talk to themselves as if they are talking to their worst enemy and they are consistently mean and negative to themselves about themselves. This is a habit that has to change if you want to have true, authentic confidence. A lot of those negative thoughts about ourselves is because we're comparing ourselves with other people's highlight reel on social media. I think social media makes this habit harder to break because you know all the terrible things you've ever done in your life, right? You know all the ways that you failed. You know all about the humiliating experiences that form these limiting beliefs you have about yourself. And then we look at other people as if they've never made any mistakes in their life because they're not showing those to us. So speaking to ourselves in a positive, loving, coaching way. So it doesn't mean that you know, it's saccharine and you only say positive things about yourself to yourself when things are are going badly or you make mistakes. But you talk to yourself as a coach instead of a, um, a bully. And so coaches always call on the best part of ourselves to overcome the failure, overcome the limit, right? They know at your core, you're good, you're a hard worker, you want what's best. And it just didn't show up in this moment, but that's okay because you know who you are and that you know what's possible. So if we can moderate the way that we talk to ourselves, it really makes a difference. The The first step of this is just even really being aware of our thoughts because a lot of us are not even aware of what we're thinking every day. We have thousands of thoughts a day and we're unconscious of it. I do think some meditation can help us really review the thoughts and be clear on what is going on in our head. Journal writing helps us become more clear on that, but making a conscious effort to be a coach instead of a critic is really helpful to gaining authentic confidence and making sure that uh, our cup is full. Our cup, so a lot of people in the past thought if you're confident or you like yourself, you are like arrogant or kind of a jerk um, as a negative thing. But the truth of the matter is that 
you have to have your cup full in order to share it. So if you feel like you're at your wit's end, if you feel like your cup is empty and you feel negative about yourself and all your thoughts are negative, are you really going to be able to show up your best for your team, for your company, for your community, for your family? You're not because you have nothing to give if you're exhausted and negative self-talk steals from your cup, makes it more empty and prevents you from having uh, the ability to share positivity with others. So we really have to take care of ourselves, be kind to ourselves so that we can be more for our teams. And so and then once you're able to fill your cup, feel good about yourself, say nice things to yourself, and then you see that spilling over into positivity that you're bringing to other parts of your life, it's going to build authentic confidence. It's going to become the new you. So with these two things, if you have habits that you're proud of, if you have um, a positive self-talk that's enabling you to give more in the moment to your friends, your family, your employees, um, to your community. It's it, Everything builds on itself. It's like compound interest. And your life will get immeasurably better if we work on these core issues. And your company is going to get immeasurably better and your leadership will get immeasurably better. So when we work on the small things with our confidence, it creates confidence, which creates the outcome that we were always hoping we would have. And we get to become the people that we truly envisioned, even if that vision that you had for yourself seems so impossible, so far from where you are now. It's amazing because over time, you will see the difference. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I became this person that was just a pretend vision at one point. And over time, it really happened. So, so this is what I've learned through my personal crisis. It only took me wanting to die. <laughs> And realizing that I was an empty shell of a person. But thankfully, through, you know, wonderful, a wonderful therapist, lots of self-work, um, years of practice, creating great habits, um, looking at the good and the bad parts of myself, being comfortable with all aspects of that. Um, I'm really grateful because I want to be here on this planet. I want to, um, I want to do good. I want to work hard and, and lift people up and see them be their best selves. And I'm really grateful every day that I get to wake up and, and try again on being, um, someone who contributes to this world. The key to gaining confidence starts with a plan. Download our free guide to successful projects in the show notes.